You're listening to The Paul Higgins Show, the place for ambitious tech consultants scaling to live better after 18 years as a global leader and having a successful tech consulting exit. I'm sharing what's working now to transform emerging tech consultants worldwide into trusted consultants that attract the best clients and deliver measurable results. When you're ready to level up your clarity, results and freedom, Begin with the free strategic profits blueprint available at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash blueprint. Imagine this, a potential client goes to a partner directory and all they see is all the partners looking the same. The next step they do is go and talk to three partners. And once again, everyone looks exactly the same. It was the same for today's guest until they carved out a clear point of difference. Hi, I'm Paul, and welcome to The Paul Higgins Show. This is episode 516, and in this podcast, Peter, our guest, will talk about how he used education, which was his hedgehog, to create an academy, which then has led to fantastic performance in his business and having clients over 12 month retainers. So he's going to unpack all of that today. And Peter is the founder of the Workflow Academy. He's a Zoho partner and he's based in St. George, Utah, a beautiful part of the world. And he loves helping clients. He also does a lot in the Zoho ecosystem, but he also helps people in HubSpot and other ecosystems. He's a true giver and he's got a fantastic story for you today. So what I'll do now is hand you over to Peter Fuller from the Workflow Academy. So great to have you here, Peter. Paul, I never get sick of talking to you. I'm, well, I never get tired vice of it. versa. And the great news is that a lot of us get to hear the great value that you add when we have those conversations today. So I'm yeah. so glad that I finally got you on the podcast. We've been talking about it for too long. I'm tough to book. You had to call my agent. <laughs> Correct. Was, was I know you, you were a hard man to get to, a very hard man to get to, but I'm glad we've got you. What we'll do is kick off with the two standard questions and then we'll get into the the heart of this fantastic point of difference that you've created as a Zoho partner. So the first one is uh, who's your ideal clients? Who, who do you love to work with? I went through an exercise on finding my ideal client with a really good consultant named Paul Higgins. <laughs> so we're, we're definition of big fish, small pond. Zoho is the really weird little small pond. We will only work with clients who use Zoho, generally, specifically use Zoho currently. Like we, we don't do a ton of implementation. So we work with people who already have self-implemented or did an implementation with another partner and, and are trying to get up to speed. We will only work with you if you have a full-time employee who is responsible for Zoho. So an admin is a better way of saying it. We won't work with your COO or your the owner, the CEO as the only point of contact. We will only work with you on revenue-based problems. We don't deal with all these weird little operational minutiae. We'll only deal with things that help you generate more revenue as part of your customer life cycle. And we will only work with you if you're willing to commit to at least 12 months. So if you're willing to invest long-term in Zoho rather than like a short-term, get some basic fix. Right. And so, any particular vertical or industry? Good question. Big fish, small pond, right? Zoho small enough, that niche I just described is pretty small. It's a pretty small subset. Most people go for Zoho on price and are not interested in big, long 12-month contracts with expensive consultants. 
no, to this point, we haven't really niched down and said we only go with specific verticals. We do have a lot of success with, we'll consider a lot of verticals. We have a lot of success with construction services, contractors, kind of your basic service-based business. And then weirdly, a lot of uh, fintech, so financial and, and financial technology companies, um, they really like they really like Zoho. It serves a fantastic purpose where it's above common infrastructure, paper, Excel, yes. and it's <laughs> below expensive ERP systems. Exactly. So I think it's got a great niche. I know yes. just quickly on the, you know, someone else has already built it and we come in. Like I know sometimes people can get themselves in an awful mess and then you've got to come in, right? So do you wipe the slate clean? Do you effectively architect using what they've already got? How does that normally work when you are taking on incumbents? Everyone listening is going to tell you the same, which is it depends. We had the most disastrous client we recently signed. Disastrous in terms of how they were treated by their previous partner. They just stuck like a 21-year-old who didn't know what he was doing and said like, go for it. And just borked everything. We, we used 0% of what they built, rebuilt it all from scratch. And we, we see that often, again, with like self-implementation. In a lot of cases, you have to gut everything and it's easier to start from scratch. Yeah. And I, look, I think, well, you can validate this, but I think, you know, being revenue focused, I think that's a little bit easier than being more operational focused. I think operational focus, it becomes a real problem, whereas revenue, I think, find it a bit easier to to blow up and start again? Is, is that been your experience? It is. Again, I think a lot of people will identify with this. And this is something Paul really forced me to think about. A lot of us started, like we, when we first started these businesses, you'll hear phrases like automate your business or like make your business processes work quickly. And that's, that is a thing you do. Like that is a feature, but it's not the benefit. The benefits should be Money will rain from the skies. Karl Marx will roll in his grave when he sees how like awesome your machine is working on Zoho. That was a, a really cognizant decision we had to make. Like there are plenty of people who will come to you and will ask for, at least in the Zoho world, they'll they'll say, can you implement Zoho mail, Zoho projects? Like, can you help us our internal task systems and 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 sure that's great other consultants can play in that space but we say no like show us how you make money and we will make that happen faster brilliant brilliant and you sort of touched on it but what are some of the you know is there a common set of problems that these clients come to you to solve yeah good question the i i need to do better at describing this because this is part of me refining my ideal customer base but you find that this big like gulf of the, you call it B2B and B2C, and that's one differentiation, right? But in between all of those, like between these two poles, there's like level of complexity and the number of steps in a sales process. We do our best work when you are making sales over $500, generally to business, and there are lots of steps in your sales process that if you truly want to scale, they need to be automated and your salespeople need to be like RoboCop with a half robot, half human, like doing some of the human parts with the robot part of it, just taken care of. Yeah. So you get FinTech, pulling credit reports, being able to produce proposals with detailed pricing tables, 
CPQ stuff to produce really effortless quotes, proposals, being able to show the salespeople live inventory from their database or live pricing tables or just whatever you can do to make that complicated sales process a little faster, a little better for their customers. That's, that's our sweet spot. Yeah. And I think that makes perfect sense because otherwise you just get a, a standalone sales CRM off the shelf and basically go with that. Right. So it's exactly go, go get pipe drive, literally just go download, go start using pipe drive tomorrow. Spot on. So uh, yeah, I think that's great. You know, when we met you effectively had two businesses in one, you had the Zoho consulting business, and then you were also providing people to Zoho partners and also HubSpot partners. So tell us a right. little bit about, you know, why you made that choice in the first place and then, you know, how that's changed of recent times. This gets into the idea of education and that's something I'm really, really passionate about. So I'll try and I'll try not to monologue for the next three and a half minutes. We created the world's greatest, literally the world's best Zoho education platform. Or imagine a world where Salesforce didn't have Trailhead or, or HubSpot didn't have HubSpot Academy. That was Zoho. They have a little thing and some YouTube videos and it's universally despised. So we said, hey, this is a problem. We know how to use this platform. We created 55 recorded hours of content. And that's pretty much all just me. Taught myself how to record. I like talking, lots of screen shares, just showing stuff that we know how to do in Zoho. It didn't really, took about a year, probably a thousand total hours, which is a lot of time, but you just buckled down, recorded it, got it done. From there, we realized, oh my gosh, we're actually probably the only person on planet earth that's both teaching Zoho, but also teaching cloud consulting skills, essentially, like re revenue operations. How do you talk to a client? How do you make a scope of work? How do you make a flow chart? How do you understand and, and communicate the value of what you do to business people, right? So that got us into, okay, this isn't just Zoho specific. There are people on other platforms that can benefit from this. We got into HubSpot. And there's, when you invest that much time in education, there's three things you get from it. And I will like swear by and live by these three things. Number one, world's greatest content marketing ever. Like this is the definition of content marketing. I go to Zoho trade shows and HubSpot trade shows and people shake my hand and thank me because we made the decision to make this all free. I should have led with that. This is all free. You can see some of it on YouTube. You have to give us your email. So, so it's a little bit like of a lead funnel, lead magnet type thing. But I have built an enormous amount of trust in my community such that when people call and need help, there's already trust built. They already know me. They, they get on the Zoom call and they're like, oh, I got you? Like you're talking to me? Oh my gosh, this is the guy. Content marketing, you can't do better than this. Like being seen as the professor of your space just is all the trust in the world. Number two, you can, like a lot of you have probably created internal employee training. We use all of our public facing stuff to train our own people. And it makes our own processes better. Like we are, that's a strength of ours. Every single employee we've hired, we've been able to kind of pick the diamonds in the rough, seventh round draft pick type people who don't have a lot of experience because we have so much faith that our methodology of training people will get them up to speed, right? Yeah. So that's benefit number two. Benefit number three is 
you can sell training alongside consulting. And actually, this is really where, where the differentiation hits, right? I'm differentiated in my marketing. People trust me more than other Zoho partners because I don't just have a couple of eBooks. Like I teach it from 101 to 201 to 301. Other, they, they've heard about us. Zoho talks about us. Other partners talk about us. We're differentiated because our staff is smarter than the average bear. Like we are, they, they are smart. They are well-trained. They know, they know the platform. But then number three, other partners are constantly pitching these, like, we'll do an implementation. Like, we're going to set up your tools. Like, we're going to set this all up for you. And we say, yes, we will step in and set up where we need to. But if you don't have an admin on your team that can take over Zoho, can learn what we have to teach, can go through our boot camp, we won't work with you. You will like Zoho less and be less happy with our work if we don't include a, a true training component. Everyone says they do training and they suck at it. A true, we are going to take your admin and you give them the time and the bandwidth to do it. And we're going to train them to actually know how Zoho works. That is, that's music to everyone's ears. Like yeah. to this point, at least in my space, in my kind of Zoho world, they're used to partners who say, pay me $20,000, I'll implement this for you. And yeah, we'll train, like we'll spend an hour with you. And it really like you become held hostage to your consultant. To, they'll build stuff for you and you just have to keep coming back to them. We tell them, I say in every sales call, I will sacrifice billable hours if you have someone on your team that can build parts themselves, that can maintain this themselves. I will happily give you 40, 50, 60, 70 billable hours, tens of thousands of dollars back if you have an admin who can pick up this stuff. And that, that builds an enormous amount of trust. You're working on behalf of them. You're helping invest in their team. I said I didn't want to monologue for three and a half minutes and here I am yeah, five so, minutes so later. Peter said at the start, you know, Peter and I worked together. And, and when I first met him, I introduced him to the book called Good to Great. And that's one of the key things out of good to great is the hedgehog concept, which is do what you're best at. And what I saw from Peter is that, you know, you can tell he's incredibly enthusiastic. He's very helpful, very smart guy, but he was doing lots of things, right? So he's doing the consulting side. He had this training that he's doing, and then he is also providing people through benefiting of government grants to provide you know, training people, training people through government grants to then get them hired at Zoho Correct. consultants Correct. or HubSpot. Yes. Correct. So I'm like, you're doing lots of things and why don't we simplify that and get back to what's the core and, and what is the thing that you do better than no one else does and then build a business around that, which is what you've done. And what I love also is from memory, when we first met, you were doing very individual projects. Now, like you said, you've got very strict criteria of who you take on because you've built this indefensible moat around you, which is around this training and the fact that, you know, I'm not going to, I'll basically teach you how to fish, but I'm not going to be here fishing for you for the rest of my life. Right. I'll do the consulting piece, which is the hard bit, which is the strategy piece. I'll do yes. that piece, but then I'll teach your team to go and implement it. And yes. you know, don't worry about a support plan you'll never use. Yes. Actually, we're going to train your people to do it. So I think that is you're listening and if you're thinking about your business model at the moment, it's complicated and it's not clear. 
And as I said at the start of this, if you go to a portal directory and you look like the exact same as every other, Zoho, NetSuite, Salesforce, you know, just replace whatever platform you support. Stop, yes. take a deep breath and go back to what am I best at? What can I make that's indefendable? Yes. And then from there, build on that, which what Peter's done. So he's basically completely changed the business model over what, 12, 18 months? Yes. Yeah, yeah. we got a little distracted, got a little wanted to, to do lots of things at once. And it really, it's the last, like you said, 12 to 18 months that I realized that education doesn't have to be a separate product. It doesn't need to be a separate business model. Education can be the moat around the consulting practice that, like I said at the top, makes your, you build immediate marketing trust and have a lead magnet to get new leads. You make your team smarter and you offer a truly differentiated training service that people can perceive the difference, right? Everyone else says they do training. My company is literally called the Workflow Academy. You log in and you see so many hours of free courses. You know that we will train. We give you a, a beautiful training plan with like week by week what you're going to need to learn. And that's just fundamentally different than how 90% of consultants in our space operate. Yeah, spot on. And it's, as you said, you're talking results, not features. But I think that the key thing here is, you know, the partners at your peer group, right? With yes. whatever platform you're in and Peter's the same. And Peter's been very helpful to a lot of these Zoho partners. I've seen it, uh, you know, that's, you know, you're such a, a huge supporter of the, of the network. But if you go to your, your partner portable, you go to these people and you can't clearly identify your point of difference. That's the opportunity, right? So that's what yeah. Peter seized on. And there's other partners within the ecosystem that do different things, right? So they're very good at a particular thing and that's the way that's... that they generate their business. But if you're the same as everyone else and it's the sea of sameness, your ideal client's not defined, your product and your point of difference is not defined. Unfortunately, that's just going to make it a lot harder. And I know to talk specific numbers, Peter, but my understanding is that your revenue and your profit has increased since you've actually Absolutely. gone back to your, what, what am I fundamentally better at than anyone? And Peter's bringing it at training and that that's what he loves to do. So we're not saying got to go out and do exactly what Peter does, but find what your unique point of difference is. For me yes. and my business, I love this. I love podcasting. I love learning from people like Peter and sharing it with you. So you just got to find out what that is, but don't be a sea of sameness. In this change, what's been the hardest part? Like what was the hardest part of making the transition to end up where you are, which is, you know, e education to be your hedgehog? Great question. It is, again, I'm sure some people will identify with the following I've worked with so many partners, not just Zoho, HubSpot, even Salesforce, and, and I've gotten really familiar with this business model. And I feel like I see what happened to me on repeat with everyone else. You start the business, you gain some momentum, you're working hard, like you're making good money and things are starting to grow. You hear some guru somewhere, you think about it, all of us eventually get led to the point of, hey, selling time for money doesn't scale. If I want to scale, I need a product, a vertical product, and sell an extension as software. 
And that's where I was led with creating training products, right? That works for some individuals. That does work. It could work for you. But if I was going to go back and say, what was the hardest thing and what do I wish I would have done? I truly wish that I had understood education to be a differentiator of my core business model of selling time for money and finding more profitable ways to sell time for money, like 12-month long-term locked-in contracts where you can't roll over too many hours and all the different ways we find to make that process of billing hours faster. Like that just requires discipline and focus to focus on that, making that core business model work rather than getting distracted by the creating some sort of scalable product, right? Yeah, and I think what may not have been obvious to you, and that's why sometimes it's hard to see the label from the, the jar when you get someone else in, but you're a natural giver, right? You'll yeah. always think about others first and less about yourself, right? So the great thing about this is you're thinking about the business owner and you're thinking about what does the business owner ultimately want? And then I'm going to deliver that, right? Yes. Where a lot of us, and you might be this case, you get caught into the model of you've got to sell implementation services for this. You've got to sell support for that. And it's basically like, you know, try to string along the client as long as you yeah. can. Make sure that maybe you don't fix everything so that you've got to be there for a long term. Like yes. all of those old habits and bad traits that are in our industry that's not in the customer's odds are, that's in our yeah. odds are, right? That's just, yeah. it's building up our PL. And, you know, what Peter's proven through his personality and it's coming through now, he's a helpful guy. So he's found a way to help business owners that therefore love that. And then they'll work more because ultimately I say to people, you're not a Zoho partner, right? You're a tech consultant. You're actually helping people build their business. And Peter's found a great, great way of doing that. Oh. Now, like, we're going to have you back on the show. And I often say that to people and I don't, but we will have you back on the show to sort of give some more specifics. But I think, you know, today take away, you know, you're listening to this to in, in early January, take away the fact that you don't have to be the same as you were in 23. So yeah. in 24, you can make a change. It does take 12 to 18 months to make the change like Peter's gone through, but it is completely worthwhile because once you get Absolutely. it right, and, and the one other thing I want to mention, which is a key ingredient for Peter's success is his ability to let go to his team and build his team up, right? Because he wouldn't yeah. have been able to do this if he didn't have really good compensation plans for his team and he didn't actually work with his team really well. And I think that's another key ingredient to the cake that's um, made uh, Peter very successful. Agreed. My team, again, I we, we raised them all from being little rookies that's that's just how we approach things and so they know we've that there's a culture of caring there's a culture of reinvesting constantly in them and their careers and what they want to be and what they want to learn so yeah i love it all right so now i'm going to ask you one of the hardest things in the world for you to do right i'm going to give you four questions and i want one yeah. sentence answers love it you, right. everyone listening knows that is hard for me <laughs> all right so the first one is what are some of the daily habits that you do to scale the Workflow Academy? Walk every morning at 8 a.m. for a couple miles, that one. Brilliant. Uh, the next one is where do you go to, to find out more about scaling? You know, Is it crass to say Paul Higgins? Uh, look, others might think so, but maybe I don't, or is that the other way around? Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> the next, and, and look, ultimately it is, 
like I said, you know, sometimes you just need someone, they're not necessarily smarter than you, but they just give you a different perspective. And I think that's Peter's brilliance has got him to where he is, but I just helped him see it differently to the way that he was. It's not only you as the person, I, I'm looking at my email inbox right now and I have an email sent to you, subject line, your stuff is so expletive good because I, I've been rereading, I don't know if it's public yet, Paul's seven P's framework, but I just like stay up late at night and stare at it. And I'm like, this is everything I will ever need to grow my business. So yeah. Yes. And, and ultimately that's learned from having these conversations and working with my clients that then give me that. Right. So that's just not me. That's a cume of everyone that I work with because that's my job. Right. Whereas you've got clients, you've got other things to do. Anyway, yeah. I'm breaking my own rule about the one sentence. So the next one is if we could grant you one wish for the workflow Academy, what would that be? Bumping our billable rate up by about 30%. Right. Well, I know you've raised it considerably over the last 18 months. So uh, that is a tall order. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll go to the genie on that one. And the last one is, what do you know now that you wish you had have started sooner? I'll, I'll be a broken record. If you are distracted by another business model that you think you can do, it is likely that what you actually lack is the discipline to perfect your existing business model. And, you know, we won't go into the detail here, but, you know, Peter successfully exited that other business as well, right? So it doesn't I mean saw, you have I to- sold my education component. A nice little exit, nothing amazing. Yeah, yeah but, but it was a strategic exit of an idea that had potential for someone else, but it was an opportunity cost for you. So I think that was a great way. You to cannot do. serve two masters. You cannot, you lose focus very quickly in a way that you- that I didn't realize that I had lost. You can find out more about Peter at the workflowacademy.com. He's also, links will be in LinkedIn. And I'll have a quick summary at the end of this. But Peter, thanks for everything you do for the community. You really do give back. That's that's why people support you because you give first. And uh, it's great to have you on the podcast and I will have you back in further in 24. Love it. Always a pleasure, Paul. All right. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. What a great interview with Peter. And you can tell he's such a, a fantastic guy. And if you reach out to him, he'll give you even more information because he is uh, such a caring, giving uh, person. Also reach out to him on LinkedIn, say that you heard him on this podcast. And also why not share it with some peers, right? You've got other people that probably may be stuck in their business model. They do look like a sea of sameness and they want some inspiration to create a more profitable and better tech consulting business. Well please share this with them. Also check out our solo shows and I'll see you next time on the Paul Higgins show. Time for action. Subscribe, comment, and let me know what you like best about this episode. Plus get the strategic profits blueprint at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash blueprint.